someone asked him, Lord, who will only a few people be saved? How many of us here in the congregation want to go to heaven? Raise your hand. So we all have this consensus that heaven is an important thing in our life and that we all want to go to heaven. But in reality, how much of us, don't raise your hand, how many of us actually want to work towards heaven? I don't know about you, but some days I just want to inherit the kingdom of heaven. I just, I keep reminding myself of the phrase of, of the Protestant brothers and sisters that as long as I accept the Lord Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I'll enter heaven. Because it's not as easy to enter heaven. We hear in our gospel today, strive to enter through the narrow gate. For many, I tell you, will attempt to enter, but will not be strong enough. It's not to say, and not to scare all of us, saying that we're not going to get to heaven. Jesus is not telling us that only a select few will get to heaven. But the invitation for us is how many of us are working and striving to get to heaven. Because by simply just accepting the Lord and Savior as my Savior does not automatically guarantee me a place in heaven. But we see the subtlety here in our gospel reading is Jesus is walking his way to Jerusalem as faithful, stepping back from the time of Jesus. We know exactly where he's going. He's going to embrace, to take up his cross and sacrifice it all for you and I. That's where he's going. That's what he's about to do. And when Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, no one can enter the kingdom of heaven if you don't follow me. The reality is, if we want to make it to heaven, we have to take up our crosses. We have to follow the example of Jesus. And what does he do? He teaches, he preaches, and he goes to share that gospel message and endures the difficulty of life. I don't know about you, but when, you, when it comes to suffering and sacrifice, I'm the quickest to run away from all of that. Because it's not easy for us. It's not convenient for us. It's not natural within our lives. Because it brings us to a reality of the question, do we truly and honestly love someone? Do we truly want to gain eternal life, to be with God in heaven forever. Because if we do, we really have to live a life of sacrifice. We really have to put what we're learning, what we're studying, what we're understanding into practice. It's very simple because the Lord says, I am the Word made flesh. He is the Logos, the Word made flesh and dwelt among us. The words that we study, the words that we heard, the words that we read from other books about Christ is not just words. It's, a, it's words that begin to transform, to change us, to make us anew. The gospel challenges the comfortable, afflicts the comfortable, 
and comforts the afflicted. We get comfortable in what we do, what we believe, and how we hold the truth of our faith. None of us really want to live out the gospel in action because it requires something of us. It requires us to be inconvenienced. It requires us to make a sacrifice. It requires us to see Christ in, in and through the person in front of us. Just to put it very simply, as sons and daughters, as husbands and wives, it's easy to love people when they love you back. But when, as parents, when you have to discipline your child, or when your husband is being hard-headed, or when your wife is not listening to what you're saying, is that, can you still love that person at that moment? Most of the time, I know even for me in my own life, it's easy to get heated. It's easy to get angry. That's the innate response. Because we don't see that as love. We don't see that as a worthy sacrifice to make within our own life. But that person we're getting angry at is created in the image and likeness of God. They themselves are trying to love us trying to do what is right for us and show us what is right. Maybe it's something difficult that we don't want to hear. Maybe it's the truth that we need to hear and choose not to hear. And we don't see that in that person in front of us. So we respond in anger, in spite. We respond in hatred. But the invitation for us, if we really want to get to heaven... How do we love those persons, the people in front of us that way? With a self-sacrificial, unconditional love. Because to make it to heaven, we hear at the end. That we have to work at it. But for many, I tell you, will attempt to enter into heaven. But will not be strong enough. They're not strong because their time here on earth is not spent working for the kingdom of God. Achieving and working and striving and sharpening yourselves in the journey of faith. But instead we want it to be easy. We want it to be coasting. We want it to be comfortable. And the sad part is, my dear brothers and sisters, our journey towards heaven is not meant to be easy. It's not meant to be comfortable because we're conforming our life to Christ, Christ crucified. So let us together, as we continue our journey as disciples, let us not forget what, what it takes to follow Christ, what it's going to take to get us to heaven. But we don't do it alone, my dear brothers and sisters. We have each other. We have each other to push, to challenge each other. We have each other to help lift us up on our, in our darkest moments. We have each other to lean on, to rely on, to help and seek help when we can't do it ourselves. And most importantly, we have our brothers and sisters to continue to motivate, to support, and to be our cheerleaders on our journey to heaven. So let us strive every day in our life as disciples for heaven and let us work our butts off 
every day, every moment of our lives so that we can be reunited together in heaven with God. Amen.